The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hey, well, I'm next in line, 100%. That'll be a cracker of a card. Let's make it happen. Alexander the Great. Paul Konofsky. Oh, and there's the tenth hand. Marlon Marais gets it back. I'll put it off the show for you guys. I hope you guys like it. That's everything I have. Carlos Diego Fajeda. That's it. Jeff, Jeff Neal stops Nico Price tonight. Jeff Neal, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I are finally together. Hi, Jimmy. And uh, we really, we got, we have uh, Diego Fajeda calling in. We have Alexander Volkanovsky calling in. Jeff Neal and Marlon Marais. Jeff, Marlon, and Alexander are all fighting. Yes. I believe it is this Saturday. Yes. Um, in Vegas on the uh, Colby Covington, Kamara Usman uh, welterweight championship. Yes. By what this is? What a fucking card this is. Jeff Neal, Mike Perry is the main event of the prelims. Uh, and again, we've said it a hundred times. I realize I'm boring everyone, including myself. But they really do put a fight they have faith in. There's not a bad fight. I mean, the opening fight, the main card, Peter Yan against Uriah Faber. Oh shoot! Really? Marais is. We interviewed him last show. Yeah. But really? Oh man, dude, Jimmy. I am so, so... Oh, could you hear? Am I too loud? No, no. I actually was. I am so looking forward to this. I don't know. See, I'm getting there on Saturday because I got to do something for the UFC. Ooh. Uh, That's a little something, like a round table type thing. I don't know. Something something to be aired. I don't know. But uh, so I'm coming back on the... Dude, so I'm coming back Sunday on the Red Eye. And then I'm coming straight to the studio here. So I don't really don't. That's going to be... That'll be a fun day. That'll be nutty. But uh, Jimmy... What was I going to say? I was going to say that, uh, I don't know. Am I going to go to it live or am I going to watch it in my hotel room over at the Palms like a fucking, on my um, on my uh, fight pass? I'm just looking at the camera. Uh, oh, oh, wow. Oh, shit, man. Is there I a thought way we were interviewing fix that the, camera? I thought we were Skyping somebody powerful and bald. It opens up. And I saw myself. Um, you know. God, I look a decent. This but. is... Uh, and also, uh, yeah, Matt, what you were talking about, uh, yes. the card, uh, after Uriah Peter Yan, Marlon Rice versus Jose Aldo. People have been criticizing Jose because he's dropped so much weight. Everyone's saying it doesn't end well. Uriah Faber commented on that. Uh, Uriah said that he's overcutting and it's not going to end well. Connor is so funny, though. What did Connor Be- say? Because he's, he actually complimented Jose and said, I think he looks good and he should get down to a weight that's, and, and make that comfortable for him. Like, good luck. I'm looking forward to seeing him in this. Seems like Connor, since he's had his outside troubles, is being much more pleasant with other fighters. Well, that's nice. Yeah. That's always nice. He's encouraging Jose. Who else did he encourage? BJ Penn. When BJ. Everyone was saying retire, retire, and Connor's like, "Hey, look, he's not taking a lot of damage. Yeah. He shouldn't retire." You know, so I love BJ. I know. 
You know, Jimmy, before we start getting into our one of 25 interviews today, let me take two seconds to point something out. Yeah. I am very proud of you, my friend. Let's talk about all the attention you're getting from your scene in The Irishman. Ah. Because let me tell you, Jimmy, I'm not, listen, we know I very rarely talk about myself. It's, it's, but, it's rare. Sometimes I forget your name even. Yeah, I'm like, who are you? Yeah, but now it's time for me to give back. Okay. Jimmy, that's all I wanted to say. You were good in the movie. Thank you very much. No, I'm only kidding. I'm getting More started. Enough. No, really quick. Jimmy, I, I watch... Um, I watched, I told you, like uh, clips on my YouTube where if you watch one clip of, clip of something, it'll give you another clip of something similar. Sure. So I saw you on several things, like and uh, on your friend Anthony Cumia's uh, show yep. and, and uh, fucking somewhere else. But you are talking about the scene and you're getting such great reviews. I'm watching The Irishman. I started watching when I was with my uh, wife sure. in, in, uh, Disney. in Disney, but it's a fucking... So three I don't want to I don't find out when exactly you're in because I want it to be organic. Sure. But I must have watched an hour already and I fucking, yeah. I was starting to lose faith that you're in it, but I heard you're in I have a good scene in it. Sure. I'm waiting. I cannot wait to see it. Oh, I thought you'd seen it. You haven't seen it. I, well, I'm gonna talk again when I did see it. Oh, I can't pretend okay, I see it. Yes. But I'm seeing oh, it's actually I'm more excited now to see it. I hope I'm not amping it up too much. And but No, it's not a long it's very short. But it's a, I heard it's first of all, I'm watching the movie and I'm where he just met, like, he's, he's now he's getting to know Hoffa, the Hoffa's getting along with his kid, and so I'm, I'm sure. in it. Likes his ice cream. That, yes, yes. I love, and first of all, everybody's acting great in it. I, I love the movie so far. How did De Niro not get a Golden it, Globe It is nomination? weird, though. It's crazy. It's the only thing I noticed, though, and I love the way they do the age thing. Amazing. I, I love it, and I'm, in the very first scene, I was a little taken back with De Niro. His eyes looked a little weird, almost like the, um, in Rogue One, when they brought back that guy to life, and he was a CGI character. Oh, like, I didn't notice anyway, it. Anyway, <laughs> but... I, 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 after that, I, I was in it, but then when he, I don't want to give two stuff away, but there's a point where, and you know, you're not going to be surprised in a Scorsese movie where he has to rough somebody up yep. that was maybe rude to, uh, maybe his daughter or something. Yeah. And when he's kicking him and stuff, he kind of looks like an old man. Like, he's, yeah, that's he's, what people, he's like, I'm like, wait a minute. That's what people said. Yeah. The I mean, there was, I it was one of that <laughs> was, that was one scene that they probably should have showed a bit of a different angle on. Um, we'll have like somebody from the back, like a younger, like a sure. double, Cause it kind of looked like he was an old Well, they fan. had to for Pacino. Yeah, There's yeah. times where he had to jump up when they had to have a younger guy do yeah. it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was one thing that you, they might have uh, uh, made a little bit, shot a different angle, sure. You're leading, are you more in like the second half, I guess? When, and how far are you? I mean, you're, I'm, you're probably not probably that right far close. away from me. Um, but again, it's a very small scene. I don't like to overplay it. Very small. I'm happy. Jimmy. He left more than he had to. And, and I was played, happy he left. And you played a legend also. You I played did. Don Rickles. Who they all knew, which was That's weird. amazing. Yeah. After the scene, because um, Pesci's in my scene, I spoke to Pesci. And, and I, he used I, to play around with the gangsters. He used to like- Oh, he would fuck with and them. And they, they would, they they would, would like happen, What happens in the movie is what happened that night in real life. That, the things the I line, say to- The exact yes. uh, No, except one line I got in that was another Rickles joke that okay. I just brought that night. But it's a But Rickles the main joke. point of it- was what they, uh, yeah, it was all Rickles. But afterwards, Pesci came up and I was, he's like, oh man, you're really funny. And then he just starts touching my jacket gently and he got sad. He's like, oh, Frank Vincent had a jacket like this. Frank Vincent from Goodfellas and Casino, they were very close friends. Wow. And they were in a band together before they acted. You know who Frank Vincent is? He yeah, was in, uh, he was in Sopranos. He got yes, his head he was crushed. Phil Leotardo, yeah. He told me to get a shine box. Yeah, 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 that's him. But they were friends from music yeah. way back before acting. That's amazing. Yeah, so it was that's really amazing. a nice moment. So Thank uh, you. I hope you watch you watch the rest of it. You'll love it. The it's, Irishman. It's a great film, man. But 
but it's really it's leading to a question. Of sure, mine. sure. With all the you know the praise you're getting, what is what is more gratifying? Seeing yourself in there, or wait for it, because I know you've been in a lot of things. Seeing yourself in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, your cameo in that. Wait, think about it. Sure. Don't just don't fly off the handle. Just go. Oh, it's Scorsese. Hey. Yeah. Spider-Man stinks. That's what I... Jimmy, think about yeah. both things. I'll give you my answer. And I did not see the Irishman yet before I give my right. answer. Which one did you... Which which was more like self-fulfilling and gratifying? I'll say neither of them. The most fulfilling... Oh, Jimmy. Don't ...was you? De Niro spanking me at the beginning of Mouthful of Shame. Nothing is better than that. That is wild, Jimmy. The second most amazing thing... That is, is wild. ...is Ozzy introducing me from his toilet in his house... He, Ozzy introduces me from his toilet with his pants down. That's number two. Number three would be the Scorsese film. Number 426 would be the Spider-Man film. Jimmy. I'm not saying I don't like Spider-Man, but you're asking me on satisfied. I'm in a it, Scorsese you're for in me. That movie, you're in the Sam Raimi made a great movie. Uh, he really did. I'm not talking about Spider-Man oh, 3, I Jimmy. I know what you mean. If you were in Spider-Man 3, I would never even brought it up. Spider-Man's very good. But you were in Spider-Man. Yes. And when I see that, and I watch it with my kids, and I'm like, oh, that's daddy's friend, Jimmy. I'm the king of one. They're like, who? He doesn't and like you're like, Spider-Man. He doesn't like him. I go, I go, you know what, kid? You're right. So I have to tell him that you just act when you're acting. That's why I'm just pretending. Okay. Uh, All right. Amanda well, Nunez, Jermaine Durand, May. That's yeah. another fight. Amanda wants to be the first to defend a belt in uh, two weight classes. And, of course, they're fighting at uh, 135. I guess, what does she want to fight somebody at 145? Is that what Amanda's talking about? She said, or she wants to defend two belts. Oh, right. I, I'm, I'm forgetting uh, fucking... Uh, fucking who? No, 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 no. Uh, the Cyborg. I'm, I'm forgetting that. That's uh, Featherweight. Oh, Jimmy. You, really, you lose track. I you always lose track. track about damn, that. do I oh, Yeah, she's got Bantamweight and, and, and uh, Featherweight. Yes, okay. Jimmy, I was working off my gluten-filled uh, Disney trip with my good buddy, uh, Brown Belt Vic Torres, and my uh, big fucking six foot fucking five Dan the pool guy Astraida I don't know his last name I call him pool guy that's all you need I pool guy his is name good. is Dan just like I call Dan Eric I don't this guy's been with me 15 years I'm calling him wrong I don't know his last name that's fine Astraida 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 but anyway Jimmy I am feeling it today yes yo bring the Jimmy okay look, do we have uh, Jimmy look my left arm look in there oh my look god there. it's just look at it wow Oh, that's, wow! I mean, I can't. Are, but, we, are we calling Dan? But there's no arm on that side. You calling that's Diego? So that's all right. It's still the shoulder looks good. <laughs> oh, you were still on air? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. We're calling. Oh, sometimes uh, I'm, I'm just looking at myself. Diego Fajardo. Oh, here we go. Look, there he is. Oh, he's ready. Oh, he's wild, oh, dude. He's is he ready? Look yes. at him. He's sweating. Hey, Diego, how are you? Good, good, guys. How's it going? Good. Did you did you happen to tune in and see Matt flexing? Matt was just flexing into I the camera. Did you really? <laughs> did you really? I hope you didn't. I saw. I saw. I said it. I'm sorry, Diego. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't lose respect for me. How are you, buddy? Doing great. Doing great. Right now, just to finish it up with the training Nogi, my favorite, and. Yeah, I didn't wait for this fight. Your favorite is training no gi? Is that what you were saying? Yeah, my favorite is always training no gi uh, early mornings. Now, now let me ask you, are you, being such a jiu-jitsu master, are you really taking the uh, the leg lock game? Are you are you getting engulfed in the whole uh, Ashagarami game? 
I, I try to work with everything, you know. Yeah. I always like leg locks to be like, you know, from uh, when I not even I used to training nogi as much in Brazil. But my favorite always been doing uh, leg locks. I, I don't I don't do so much on the tournaments, yeah. you know, because uh, on the tournament, uh, uh, especially nogi, especially gi, you know, it, it's really hard to get it. But uh, yeah. uh, the it's points, true. you know, it's a lot involved with the points right now, especially the BJJ competition. It, it's really uh, uh, difficult to open the game so much, you know. But I always like doing everything, leg locks, you know, uh, toe holes, yeah. all the kind of stuff. And congrats on your last fight. I was there in Abu Dhabi, and I uh, was really impressed, man. You were a huge underdog. And I remember uh, watching that with my buddy Dean Thomas, and I'm going, man, that's a, look at this kid. It's a fucking great fight. Congrats uh, on that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, I put a lot of work with my team, especially, and uh, I never have a, as much uh, uh, love about boxing, but, uh, this couple of years, I've been I've been working a lot on my boxing. I've been working a lot on my cardio, and thank to my teams always put the effort and and to teach me and help helping me, and and I'm getting better. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm I'm getting getting better every day. And uh, and you're fighting Anthony Pettis in uh, on January the 18th. Would you say uh, you've prepared? You fought really good fighters, but do you think he's? Uh, can you think of a more well-rounded guy you've had to prepare for than Pettis? Yeah, I, I, I've been seeing uh, uh, Anthony Pettis from the beginning. Like when uh, when I see him uh, still fighting uh, WEC, you know, doing the all the the. He's showtime, you know, yeah. and uh, always being a fan, man, but I know he's a well-rounded guy, you know, he do a little bit of jiu-jitsu, a little bit uh, uh, um, white tie, karate, you know, uh, a good danger fighter, but I think he's a well-rounded uh, in the aspect from the mixed martial arts. For the people that are not familiar with, familiar with you, Diego, what did you get started with, uh, with your martial arts? When, when did you first start training? I started with jiu-jitsu. Now with uh, uh, in Brazil and in, in Manaus, and uh, with Filipina, I have a, a, a always love about jiu-jitsu. But uh, when I when uh, I discovered a little bit of boxing, I started liking the boxing a little bit more. You know, and then started learning. You know, before our my jiu-jitsu gym in Brazil, we used to have a, a Fridays. We call it like a pancadão. I always like to go just to exchange punches. Nobody know anything about boxing. But, what would uh, they call it? Pancadão. Uh, what does that mean? It's like a, a, like a little sparring, oh. but like just for the the jiu-jitsu guys. <laughs> oh. Just for the jiu-jitsu guys. Oh, just for the non-boxers. <laughs> yeah, no boxers. That's for the jiu-jitsu guys. Like because they they just going, you know, like street fight. Like that's what was gonna be like street fight. It's funny. It is true. When you get when they're first starting to do the boxing, they they don't have the poise and they just fucking try to take each other's heads off. Yeah, it becomes a schoolyard <laughs> yeah. thing very fast. Exactly. That's that's how it needs to be. You know. Yeah. How motivating is it that you're fighting a, 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 a an ex a former champion and somebody that was on a Wheaties box? Uh, I'm really motivated. Uh, why? Because it's a pleasure for the guy, you know, is a really strong guy. And, uh, and I'm really like, 
that's motivated. I feel. Oh, I'm is that your kid? Yeah, that's my son, my I, younger one. Oh. Hey, buddy. Yeah. What's, hey, what's he? Take three. Care. He's four years old. What is he? Five. He's three. Three. Okay. He's three, yeah. Yeah. He's watching I, the guys training. That's so cute. Know. How many kids yeah. you have? <laughs> I have a. I have three. Ah, oh, me I too, buddy. Me yeah, too. <laughs> that's so. That's so. Seventeen years old. One and uh, ten. In uh, another one, three. You spread it out a little bit. All right. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw early, but uh, I'm blessed with my kids. Uh, motiv- that, that's one of the motivations I have for this fight, you know? Like, it's it's incredible what they give me so much uh, uh, motivation in my wife, my, my whole family, and my team, especially, you know, and pushing me through all this training and I'm just every single day of the the weekend it's more motivation of uh, to get in to get in there on on 18, January 18th on day of my birthday exactly too oh. and I gotta be in my birthday the same day more Damn. motivated than ever and uh you had uh you were undefeated and you, then you lost two in a row but then now you're on a five fight win streak again what happened at that one point did something change for you after that that kind of set you back in the right uh direction yeah. Uh, I, oh, before, like when I got to UFC, my point was just, uh, you know, get a, get in the cage and finish and get out fast. You know, always my my main goal, my main focus. I never, I was the big, big not the begin. I never was uh, focused just to enjoy my my 50 minutes. Uh, I think the when I lost those two uh, two fights in a row, I kind of like. Uh, Realize that's what I living for. I have to enjoy every second of when I'm inside the cage. Every second, uh, uh, the 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 moment I'm inside the cage, and that's changed a lot because now I'm joy. I'm dancing. I'm, I'm I'm laughing. You know, and I think it was one of the big points of my uh, my career on UFC because I really embrace the momentum because I was too nervous. I was not. I was not. Uh, uh, liking the moment, yeah. the moment, and I was just fighting for fighting, you know. But now I'm, I'm enjoy, I'm embrace every second of, of the cage and, and make me better, better fighter every single time. I don't know how, but you know, it's ex- I'm continuing doing that. Yeah, it's experience. It's gaining a, your uh, your fight IQ goes up, and you're coming at it with a different mentality. That's why you're having such success. success. I'm stuttering. That's okay. <laughs> we knew it was going to be a great interview, and we started off with you flexing into the camera, like Too this is going to go well. I didn't realize he could see me. No, we like to pose Showing when somebody calls in. The <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't hang up on us. Hey, uh, Diego, how did this fight come about? Uh, didn't you have somebody else lined up? Uh, no. Or did uh, Pettis? I have some guys challenging me. You know, after the Russia guys challenging me. To fight and I, I one time I said hey let's go you know I'm I'm ready to fight I want to fight keep keep fighting you know just because he challenged me he's one he's one the the last fighter I fought he's, he's, I forgot his name right now but uh uh he challenged me you know like on, on a social media and say hey let's go dude like you know and that's fun because he gonna fight on the same event too he's gonna fight on the same night. Is that you know? to like redeem like his countrymen or the guy you? The, the yeah, last I fight? think his friends. Uh. His friends because I I beat two, three of his friends. Uh, <laughs> one he trained with the 
complete fuck. I'm, I'm bad in names, you know. Who you, uh, 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 Maribak Tashimov? Tashimov and uh, Olivier and uh, this, you know, this last one. Kabalov. No. Yeah. And um, and that's when he comes challenge. I, I got to arrange you guys, you know. He be my friends, and I said, okay, uh, be my family. Okay, I arranged my family. I, that's when I put it like, okay, I think you guys have a big family in there, you know. But uh, not disrespecting, but the guy tried challenging me, you know. Like, yeah, man. And, uh, it's okay, Diego. And, you got your family. Yeah. You got your friends. You can make some enemies. Good. It's good. I know, no, just, it's just that, you know. Like, they, they try challenging social media. I don't like that kind of stuff. But, you know, we do what we have to do to get a fight. How about the Pettis fight? That, how did that happen? What, I, did you have somebody or did Anthony Pettis have somebody else? Like, how did this fight happen? I think Anthony Pettis uh, called his coach, you know, and he, his coach asked for the fight, you know. Uh, uh, Duke Rufus asked for the fight to fight me. And I, and I think that's what, what happened. You know, I think they think I'm an easy fighter, you know. I think Interesting. they – I don't know. And it's fun because uh, – uh, Duke Flores came one time here on down the valley, you know, and and far to my gym with Spar and and when I saw it, he like put in there. I said, "What?" I said, "Okay, I guess it's it's just business, you know." So are you a little? But does it bother you a little? Like, is it a little insulting? Like, all right, Pettis is coming back down, and then they look you up, and and, and do you think that they're looking at you like, "Oh, right, well, this guy will be an easy win"? Does that kind of motivate you a little bit? It, it does. It does. It motivate me. More because they they think I'm a, a, a no fighter. I I know I'm getting there, you know, but uh, uh, not just disrespect me, but uh, it's make me uh, train more and be a better a, a better fighter on that night. You know, it just make me motivated every single day of uh, of my training. You now. Uh, well, look, man, this is a fight we're looking forward to. It's interesting to see also how Anthony does back at uh, at a lower weight, too, because he fought a welterweight a little bit, and then he's coming back down. So we'll see how he does with the uh, having to make that cut again. And uh, good luck January 18th against Anthony Pettis. Uh, thank you for coming on. It was really nice talking to you. Sorry for thank flexing. You guys, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got to keep uh, a match uh, Likes a little bit more still. All right, next time you call in, <laughs> he'll be shirtless, cut over the shoulder. Uh, I wouldn't do that to you. Something different. Uh, Take care, buddy. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. All right, Take care. He's a very uh, likable, likable very guy. Very nice guy, yeah. You but know? you wonder how that makes somebody feel when, when a guy fighter's coming back down and wait. And I guess I'm glad he was honest about it. He goes, yeah, he thinks I'm an easy fight. Dude, I, you know how I... Th- this, let me tell you something. I saw something from one of my girl fighters, Lauren, right? She posted it on Instagram. Here, yeah, look at the look at. Oh, oh no! I just followed somebody by accident. <laughs> Do you ever do that? Where you all click on the it? time? I, I see some asshole's feet. I'm like, who is this person? I don't, I don't know this person. Oh, fuck. All right, I do it all the time. Anyway, Matt. well, that guy has a new follower. Fuck him. See now, no, look, look unfollow this. him before I will. But see this picture. This is a great picture. See, that's me, Longo, and that's Lauren in the middle. It's a great oh picture. yeah, yeah. It's a great picture. Great picture. This is what I'm talking about, and this is the mentality that uh, I want, like, D- like Diego should have. He's, if he's fighting somebody with, uh, who's like you said, they picked him thinking he's an yeah. easy fight. So I saw this. Lauren just put this on. I actually looked at this when we were on air. Before ever, before ever fight. Let's see. I, not because of Lauren, the way she fucking, her fucked up spelling, I sound like a moron. But you mean, I know what you Sorry, mean. Sorry, I, I love fight. Lauren. She's, <laughs> she forgot the why. Right, she forgot the why. Why? Because she's a ton. I'm like, she's my buddy. Listen, before every fight, in those last minutes before the walk to the cage, at Matt Sarah BJJ, it's on Instagram. 
So I'm reading it as it is. Always says to me, remember, they have to fight you, not the other way around. You understand? Right. Do you know what that means to me? It means you don't look at it like, what am I going to do with this guy? You're like, no, that guy has to worry about what I'm going to do to him. Dude, it means that motherfucker, he wants to fight me? He wants to get locked in a cage with me? That motherfucker's got the problem. I don't mm. got the problem. He does. I'm a dangerous motherfucker to be locked in a cage with. I'm sorry, Jimmy. No, it's Jimmy, a great I'm way to look Jimmy, at it. Jimmy, I'm back. I look at it just the Jimmy, opposite. Jimmy, if they you lock me in a cage with somebody, they better fucking pray that that referee is not an undecided Dan fucking Magaraga. Wait, did you not like Dan Stoppage? Uh, I don't think he realized. What, he's got to be Which a little... Which one are you talking about? I'm talking about the last one. The Overeem with, uh, fight Overeem. against uh, Rosenstrike. This yeah. is the thing. Uh, Rosenstrike. Rosenstrike. I say it right? Yep. He walked it off like Mark Hunt. When, I couldn't believe he did that. But he did that thinking it's over. But if, let's just say uh, Dan said, it's not over. You got By the time he has to turn around and get back to him, those four seconds are up. The fight's and over. And the winner. Or let's get a doctor in to look at that fucking thing. Oh, the doctor's in. Okay, oh, there's a second left. I don't, I mean. I know. Listen, it's hard. It's, you're in the moment. But. He jumped don't. in front of him. He like took Rosenstrike's cue, and he he was like, "Okay, it's over. It's over." Because you're saying it's over, right? I'm not the I'm not being the um, I'm not doing my job in here. He's not doing his job. The only the thing other guy called it off. When Mark Hunt walks off, the other guy's fucking. He's out. He's out. The, the only thing I would like Oren to ask was getting up. Marigliata. Sorry, stut, Matt. Stutter stepping or not? Right. But he was still up. And then he then he looked at the face and goes, oh, okay, it's a bad cut. I don't know. Did he see, when you watch the replay, you can see that lip. I've never seen that before. You could see the lip come undone. And my only question from Rick Lowe, did you see that? He might say yes now, but did you see that lip come and go, I'm stopping it because no, of that? You noticed he didn't. He went in, and then when he was up, he still didn't wave it off. Then he, oh. when he grabbed him and he waved it off. He got, he got close to him. Yeah, can, you, can we see that, Overeem? Uh, I know Let's it's... Uh, Look at the end Overeem, of it. No, uh, you're right, too. I, I didn't like that he stepped in because Rosenstrike walked away. There's only four seconds left. You should tell him, get the fuck back. Wait a second. You know, it would have been you? hard to declare. I mean, Overeem did win, but even though... I mean, that was... It looked to me like Rosenstrike, I thought, won rounds four and five. Yeah. Um... And, and and he was definitely being outpointed in the first three, but it's you know they say damage oh, too. All I know is I saw over him get greeted. I think at the airport by his little daughters and stuff, and it was so beautiful. What I'm, do you mean? I'm just such a dad. I don't know. Where was this? I, it was on his Instagram. Oh, I don't know. I liked it. This the last punch. Is your hand in your pocket. Yeah. Okay, Jimmy. I thought it was that your pants. No. It was freaking me out a little. Yeah. Bit. It was really weird that he just jumped oh, in. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Were you watching that? Get it. Rewind it, people. All right, there. So you know, 19 is fine. 19 15 to- seconds. Okay. So the, I mean, Overeem, I was. I really does show you have to keep your guard up the whole time, though, especially I against know. the guy that hits as hard as uh, Rosenstrike. Now we got 10 seconds left. Nine. The thing is, Rose, his hands are down. Um, boom. He just. He. Was, but he wants to get back up. And he's Why getting was, up immediately. Look! Look! And he's getting up. He's not rewind that a second again. That left shot. He dropped. No, he didn't. T- he didn't stop it. And then, he, oh, but why? He, you know, hold on. Let me ask you something. You're d- d- is Dan's thing. I don't know how much time is left, and I don't care. I have to protect the fighter. Did he not touch him at first? Can you show that again? No, Maybe he didn't touch him when he first walked. Watch. Up. Watch him touch Rosenstrike though. Look, no, he, he doesn't. Touched, no, he, he didn't did. touch Rosenstrike. Touch his belly. Rosenstrike. Wait. No, look at Dan's hands. Look at Dan's left hand. No. It, dude, it touched his belly. Am Do it I, again. Maybe you're right. Oh, sorry. I did, I thought yeah. that he, he reached behind him. 
Yeah, that was just it was. He walked away. Why he, would you watch the replays too? Let's watch. Let's just leave it. Boom, knocks him down, and then he's looking. And he's he's wide up. awake. Like what the fuck? Oh, see he now doing? he's touching Rosenthal. He touched him on the way over. He's Is not ending. Dan did not end it. Now he grabs him. And stops it. But why would he fucking stop? Like, over he bounced right back why? up. Because he listened to he listened to uh, Rosenstrike. Rosenstrike's a lucky dude. Yeah, that, I mean, dude, don't get me wrong. He did land that strike. Beautiful. I mean, that was a full body punch. Can you see? But now the, Dan doesn't jump in and end it. Now, wait, let me, the, let me see is, this angle. Did yeah, he show? Look, did he right? touch him or no? Yeah, he's touching. You're right. You're totally oh. right, Matt. You're totally right. But I mean, look, now he's still looking at. Totally him. right. He he's still him. looking at him. He, he did not look. He's not calling it off. He's not calling it off. Look. What the fuck, Dan? Dan, what the fuck? Make a, what are you doing? Yeah, like just because Rosenstrike look, walked look, he's away. Staring at him. Rosenstrike made that fight stop by walking away. The Rosenstrike should be very happy that and and, and over into it. In all honesty, if, or if he, he would have did two more strikes on him, whether then who knows? Maybe he would have woke him up. He if he got up fine, and then he just Wobbled. walked a little to the right. Yeah, go back to check Congo, check Congo and Pat Barry. Barry. Yeah, guy's doing the fucking salsa in there, and he comes back and wins. Yeah, I felt very bad for Overeem with that fight because he had won the first three rounds. Yeah, and I think he might have won. The fourth round, I want to remember was Rosenstrike. I had round five, obviously. But then again, they say, look at damage, too. Uh, I mean, his fucking lip was hanging off. And, he, and if Dan didn't jump in, then again, there's only four seconds left. He probably has time for one or two more punches maximum, which is a lot from him. I'm uh, yeah, let's go to somebody right now. But goddamn, I, I think that uh, it looked like Overeem dropped his hands a little bit. And I'm like, what are you doing? The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. All right, we have uh, Alexander Volkanovsky. Hello. Yes. Hey. How are you? I'm good. He's gonna be all right. We got you, buddy. Yes. Right, now, are you? Uh, see, I like that. You, this is you're calling from your computer. <laughs> it's, uh, it's very professional. From my phone, I'll be honest. It's from your phone. Yeah. It's good. Is that all right? It's perfect. perfect. Yeah, it looks perfect. Looks like you're on the computer. That looks good. It looks hey, man. good. Not as good as you taking out Chad Mendez. We were just watching that. Yeah. Holy shit, man. Right You're there. a powerful mofo. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that fight went well. It was, good. it was good fun, that one. Actually, I really enjoyed that fight. That, I mean, that is that what really put you on the map? Was that the one? That was a couple of years ago. No, what was that? Two fights ago. Two fights ago. Not two years ago. Yes, yeah. that was one year ago. I a year the, ago. The last, the one, yeah, one, uh, I fought on the last card, the, the New Year's card. Against all Last year. 
And that's what really made people note, like, oh, that stand fight, yeah. up and notice. But I want to ask you, too, because Chad was having really good success in that second round. He knocked you down at one point. Uh, he was having some success on the ground. He was throwing combinations. Like He was doing very, very well, and you were able to just withstand it. Did he seem like he got tired to you towards the end of that round? Because you didn't seem like you got tired at all. Uh, yeah, well, I started seeing him get tired even in the first round. I seen that uh, my pressure was getting to him. See, a lot of... Uh, a lot of the well, my, my game plan going in was obviously he's very explosive and we know that he does tire. So I was putting the pressure, I was in his face and I actually wanted him to throw. So that's why you see me shelling up and I was most of the punches he was throwing I, I seen coming. I shelled up and obviously some were gonna sneak through, you know, and he's a powerful guy. I did go down, I was never hurt. Like I said, I seen him coming, but they did they did uh, sneak through. Uh but Again, I was just in his face, and then every time he would, he would like, I'll, what, I, what I sort of say is a panic punch. Panic punch, panic shoot. So I was putting the pressure on him where I didn't give him time to think. I didn't give him time to set up nothing. He just had to go just because I was putting that pressure on him. That's what wore him out. And, uh, you know, that was a bit of the game plan going in. Uh, obviously, he landed a couple that, that you know, I thought I, I seen coming, but they, again, they snuck through. Got me down, but again, every time he got took got me like to the ground or whatever i knew this was taking uh, energy from him so i wasn't worried there so that's again i knew if he took me down i said before the fight if he takes me down i'm going to get back up and he's going to be tired and i could see it every time that happened i'd pop a jab in his face i could just see it in his face that he was starting to break even in the first round now you listen you're taking out some some fucking legends i mean you just you just beat jose aldo i mean like we said chad mendez darren elkins is no joke but a five-round fight with Max Holloway, with the volume of Max Holloway, how are we going to slow this dude down? Yeah, well, again, like he's known for his gas tank, but so am I. If anyone that, if you uh, talk to anyone that's trained with me uh, before that, they'll tell you about obviously me being so strong, uh, powerful, and all these sorts of things, and then they'll just tell you this gas tank is just freak, just like a freak. And right now, I'm in the best nick of my life, so. I ain't going to slow down. I know that. I don't know if I'm going to slow him down, but uh, I know uh, I know that I'm going to be able to keep up with that pace. I know I, I believe I'm going to be a step ahead. I'm going to be that little bit faster, a little bit more stronger, a little bit more powerful. And the fact that I won't slow down, he, you won't see him come hard in the finish, you know, as he, as he usually does. He breaks people and, and uh, you know, obviously starts to take him out. Like, obviously, early, it's pretty competitive with him most of the time. But um, then he really starts to take him out once he gets his rhythm, once he gets him tired. And he's really, really good at reading, uh, you know, especially when people are tired. He's really, really good at, I don't want to give too much away, but, yeah. um, you know, he's, there's things that he does really well. But these things that he does really well will not work on me. I, like I've said that from, from day one. And I'm going to stick to it, and I get to prove that, you know, December 14th. Well, he's also, he, he uh, Frankie Edgar also has... Uh, an amazing uh, cardio and gas tank, and and that didn't stop Holloway. Either. You know, I, you know, what I mean. So he's fought guys with that have a, a good gas tank, like uh, uh, before. But even Frankie kind of ran out a little bit towards the end. It seemed like in in the fourth and fifth rounds. Yeah, well, again, like uh, obviously Frankie is fit, so he still looked like he could move, but obviously he did slow down that little bit. But you know, uh, that's when Max really got into his rhythm as well. So uh, you know. He started. Uh, there was a couple of things that I thought that you know Frankie could have done, could have done different. Um, again, I won't get into too much different sure. uh, detail, uh, but you know what I mean. That's that's another thing. People are obviously just saying, "Oh yeah, power," and things like this. But 
trust me, if you you train with me and you train with the guys I train with, you know, we're very, very high level. We're very technical. We've got very, you know, you know, we're, we're, we're very smart now. We've got a high fight IQ. And again, like, it's not going to be easy to get me going to his rhythm. That's one thing that you, people need to understand. So I'm, I'm planning on uh, getting him going to my rhythm, my pace as well. And I'm going to be comfortable no matter what pace, you know, what he throw, whatever he throws at me, I've got so many tools. But I believe that a lot of people think I have to take it to the ground, but I don't have to. But uh, obviously I do have that direction if I need to go there. And, and I'm sure watching, are you a guy who watches a lot of tape or will you watch a little bit or will you kind of go over everything? Because the thing that amazes me about Max the most is, is the way he uses distance and how he is always just slightly out of somebody's range and he can get in and throw a, a beautiful combination. He's, he's as far as he can humanly possibly be while still hitting you and making himself very difficult to hit as he backs up. Yeah, well, that's, again, like, you know, I, we don't want to give too much more, but we <laughs> right. do, you know, we do do... We do give, I mean, we do do a lot of research, especially the coaches. They've, they've really done done some really good research on him. And obviously, he's really good. You're right about the distance. A lot of people think it's just because he's rangy, but he's very, very good at using the distance. I've actually got longer reach. I don't know if you know that. By two inches, I think. Two and a half inches, yeah. Yeah. So, but obviously, he's rangy. Obviously, he's taller and he's really good with footwork. So, the reach doesn't really mean much. But at the same time, I'm, I'm very comfortable at that range. What he's really good at is manipulating distance. So again, I don't want to get too sure. much. Uh, don't want to get too much into it. But he's very good at yeah, putting you in a yeah. Again, I can't give too much away. But he's very good at not only using his distance, but making you feel like you're, you're you know you're you're comfortable as well. But I mean, it's again, I'm not going to give too much away. But I, I I train with some of the best guys in the world when it comes to distance. It's true, you know what I mean? When it comes to range, uh, I've got some of the highest level kickboxers in my gym, uh, and they're much bigger than much bigger than the guys that I get to, to fight. So, <sighs> man, you know, it's again, they're not Max Holloway. So a lot of people are going to be like, yeah, Max Holloway is a, a whole different breed. Look, he is. He's a he's a great champion. I've got nothing but respect for him. But you know, I've I've been training with some some absolute killers, and they've been uh, doing really well. Especially with again, we've done a lot of research, man. We we know we know what's a uh, we know we know what uh, he's going to bring, but again, he's a, he's a gamer. He's a smart man. He's probably changed up things a little bit for me as well because he, again, they would have done their research. Uh, they're clever. They know little things that you know a lot of people probably don't realize that I do very well. They probably know about it. They're probably ready for it. You know what I mean? So we'll see. It has to be a great atmosphere, or it has to be a great energy or vi- and vibe in your academy there. I mean, City Boxing, you got the champ, Israel Adesanya. You got Dan Hooker, who's looking fucking yeah. phenomenal. Oh, who's fighting Paul Felder, by the way, which uh, is going to be awesome. Yes. I mean, you guys are doing something right over there. And it feels like you guys are all bursting on the scene like at the same time, like taking over shit. What's going on over there at your academy, at your gym? <laughs> Mate, you said it, the takeover. Right? The takeover. The takeover's fuck? real. But I mean, like, uh, yeah, man, it's, again, like, like, you know, ob- uh, the, you know, obviously the fights are say- in itself telling you, oh, we've got the phone ringing in the background there. It's all good. Uh, that's probably because they're... That's all good. Anyway. We like to keep it all good. It's probably housekeeping. Even though you do not disturb, they probably want to know if you want your bed made. You can answer it. Yeah. Go ahead. Answer it. That's it. I just hung up on them. That's good for it. you. It's goddamn groupies. To you guys. Yeah, right, <laughs> where, where are we? Oh, yeah, City Kickbox. And again, yeah, man, like, obviously, again, we've got the camp is just unreal. You've got, uh, we're, when we're talking levels, I, I honestly believe 
we're just on a whole nother level. And, uh, you know, we're, we're proving that in the cage, uh, you know what I mean? Like, especially the guys from City Kickboxing, I think they're, it's under, they're undefeated. Oh, no, no, we've got the Dan's uh, lost to Barboza. I think that's the only one out of, like, 15 fights or 20 fights or whatever it is. So that just shows you that, you know, we're, we're on a bit of a roll. And, uh, you know, we've got one. To, you know, obviously, Izzy's got the belt, and I plan on bringing the belt back home as well. So, mate, Shit. things are going really good. The boys are... They're doing something right, you know. We are doing something. We know what's. We know what we're doing right, but we ain't gonna tell everybody. Man, things go right. You guys have two belts, man. That city, you know what I mean? City boxing. That that's a wild thing because it feels like a small. Is it a small gym or how big is this gym? Um, it's yeah. They had to upgrade. You know, it's yeah. a, actually a pretty busy gym, but I mean, it's nothing like you know your your American top teams like the size. Yeah. I've seen that on Embedded. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, who the, you know who the I mean? fuck's but, got Dan Lambert's not, pockets? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We don't got that fucking shit. Yeah, not, not, not that big, but, you know, still big enough. And, mate, I'll tell you what, there's a, there's some numbers in there, though. But, I mean, I'm telling you, there's even guys that that, that don't even fight. Like, it's a hobby. Like, just more of a – they don't even fight. You know what I mean? They just literally go. They're more of a, a hobby. <sighs> and I tell you now that they can handle themselves in the UFC. <laughs> That's the level that this gym really brings. Like, when I talk about, you know, even the distance control, you know, they all know the distance. They all know – faints they all know everything and they all do it so good like i i have competitive rounds with guys that don't even fight like that's how how good some of these guys are in in the gym so that's a that just shows you what sort of level what level they have at that gym well what's inter what's interesting we're talking about the uh about the reach and i and i'm looking up frankie edgar and you know it's funny when you said that about the distance because matt's max's footwork is so good and he's kind of he's 511 with a 69 inch reach and you're five six with 71 and a half inches is that correct like that's a huge yep. you have long arms uh and he was dealing with frankie last time who's about your height but has 68 inches so he may actually have a little bit of a, a hard time dealing with your uh reach that may actually be something that he has to adjust to look again reach Someone can have long arms and then be terrible at managing distance. You know what I mean? Right. So just because they've got long arms, people, you know, get this feel. But, like, if I'm I'm going to be out of range, I'm going to start out of range. I will be in range. Obviously, I'm very good at getting myself in range as well. But, again, I'm really, really comfortable even out of range. That's them again. <laughs> it's Max. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm going to quickly answer this. I'll answer it on the phone. Go ahead. It's good. <laughs> it's housekeeping. He dropped the phone. Hello? I think it's a groupie. Who is yeah, it? Yeah, I'm actually doing one right now, so. He's a big Oh, it's an interview. He's I'm, a pimp. Yeah, I'm doing unfiltered. He's, a, he's then, a superstar. You interrupted my call. <laughs> you all right? Who is that? Ariel Hawani? Tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> um, I don't know. A little bit longer. Can I call you back? That's right. They're probably not as popular yeah, as us. Yeah, call, call me, call me in ten. And I watch call it be Rogan, or some Thank some bigger you, show. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? I don't know what's going on. They're not aware. Was that was that a popular oh, uh, was that a, a popular uh, website or something or no? No, no, that was uh, the guys downstairs like trying to connect me to other interviews. So. Yeah, they they gotta they gotta know their fucking role. Yeah, they don't know their schedule. Yeah, man. No, yeah. we're busy schedule, man. I tell you what. Man, well, is that's what happens when you're fighting for the title. Fuck uh, yeah. That's you what I was going to ask you. Is your press for this one obviously more than you've ever had to do before? Oh, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, definitely a little bit more. But it doesn't feel any different. Like, again, I'm I'm really good in these situations. I really am. I, I don't know if I'm just bred different. But, mm. like, I'm the type of person. I just play what's in front of me. Right now, I'm having a chat to you guys. 
yeah, I'm going to go after this, drink a shitload of water, need to go to the toilet, whatever, you know, I'm just going to play what's in front of me. And as soon as I've got the, the boys holding pads in front of me, I'm 100% focused on that. You know what I mean? I, I just play what's in front of me. I really do. I don't, I don't look ahead. I don't really sit there, oh, man, I'm days away from the fight, start hyping myself up. I'm not like that. I'm composed. I'm always level-headed. And it really helps me through through times like this, especially fight week. So this is all a part of the process. Uh, I don't mind it. You know what I mean? It keeps me busy. It lets me know it's fight week. And, yeah, it's good. Only because you've done both at the highest level with the MMA now with the, and then obviously with the rugby, uh, which, is, which do you enjoy more? Which at the highest level? Like you reached both. I mean, which is more just exciting in general for you? Well, I never reached the highest level in a rugby league, but um, oh my bad. You know, but obviously, you know, it's man. Not you were much scrubs, to, right? You weren't scrubs. Hey? You were good in the rugby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. I went yeah. pretty good. I went pretty good, but like obviously not at the the level of the, of UFC and I stuff gotcha. like that. So obviously, all this is is pretty unbelievable. Some of the things that come with with this, you know, flying around yeah. the world and all that sort of stuff. You know, it's pretty crazy. But uh, you know, it's a yeah, you know, I love this sport, man. I really do. You know, that's why I got into it. And uh, I love everything about it. You know, I love uh, seeing new places. I love training around the world. I love fighting around the world. You know, it's uh, again, it's just, this is, this is unreal. Even fight week, mate. I enjoy fight week. The weights, the weights are coming up pretty good. I'm uh, eating still pretty good. I've got nutritionists on board, so uh, we're eating pretty good. Everything's good, mate. I love it. <laughs> and it's all you, as opposed to rugby, where there's a few guys you can either share the glory with or blame. This is 100% you. You win, it's that's, you, and if you lose, it's you. That's 100%. That's something that I, 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 I always say. Like, uh, You could have the best game of your life in rugby league and still lose. Uh, you know, you got, you know, you could have, I'm not saying like you got your team letting you down, but I mean, obviously, you could play literally the best game of your life and you can lose, you know, gotcha. or you can play the best game, of your, I mean, your worst game of your life and you can win. So you've got to rely on team. Obviously, you can sit on the field. You can hide. You can take a couple of, you know, oh, yeah, I'm going to sit back here. I'm going to sort of hide here, hide there. And in the cage, you can't hide. You want to, <laughs> you want to hide, you're going to, you're going to get punched in the face. You're going to, you're going to lose. Nowhere to you know hide. I mean? so that's what I love about this sport. That's what I love about it because I'm a hard worker. I put myself in very uncomfortable positions day in, day out in the gym to make sure that I'm not uncomfortable in that cage, yeah. to make sure I don't need to hide. So I'm the type of person that I'll make people in the cage against me yeah. want to hide, want that little second, want that, give me a second, leave me alone, yeah. give me a second to breathe. Yeah. I ain't letting you breathe, mate. I'm going to drown you in here. Yeah, <laughs> you know mate. I mean? Love it. Fuck that's yeah. What, you know, that's, what, that's what I love about this sport as well. So, you know what I mean? If I Obviously, you've got a lot of team. It is still a team effort, but at the end of the day, you know, you don't pull your own in that cage. You know what I mean? The, the boys get you prepared and then you, you know what I mean? If yeah. you don't even, you know, why they're trying to prepare you, if you're not giving your 100%, you're going to see it in that cage as well. So, mate, I gave 110% this camp. There were sessions where I thought I couldn't do any harder and I did because I know who I'm fighting. I'm fighting Max Holloway. He's a champion. I'm fighting five rounds. I've done that little bit extra every single session and now we're at the best shape of our life. And, mate, you're going to see my hand raised again i'm not a cocky type of person i'm just so confident i can't wait to go out there and show the world i'm excited well, Jimmy. thank you man yeah alexander good luck uh fighting uh in the uh in the co-main event this saturday um in las vegas against max holloway it's a great fight the whole card from top to bottom 
is incredible. It's one of the best. I think it's really one of the best they've put together, if not ever. It's, it's an incredible card. I'm even more excited now after talking to Alexander, man. Thank you, bro. Yeah, good talking to you, man. Good luck. Have a good fight. No worries. Thank you, guys. Always right. good having a chat with you. See you nice, later, man. man. Take care. Take care, brother. Uh, he's a hunter, man. Yes, he he's is. a hunter in there, dude. Yep. And he's going forward. You yeah, know? and I'm happy he got this shot too. I mean, there, were, there was talk for a little while of will Zabit get it. Uh, there, there was that kind of uh, talk for a minute, but I think he deserves and it. And then he got it, and then Zabit don't like it. Zabit say his last name. Zabit say his last name. Zabit don't like it. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed. Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Oh, oh my god, this is great. We are cranking out the interviews, <laughs> Jimmy. Oh, one after the other. I'm not gonna flex anymore. I'm very embarrassed about that. I'm over it. I'm not embarrassed, but yeah. I am There he is. Hello. Ah, what's up, Marlon? How you doing? Hey, how are you guys? You guys got like a hundred phone numbers, no? Because you called me before for one number, now it's another one. We're like we're like stalker ex girlfriends. We just keep changing the number so you can't uh, you can't block us. We don't want you to yeah. block us, Marlon. I, I was scared. I saw the number and I and I thought ads and I said, man, who's calling me? I'm not answering. And then I came down here. I asked everyone and they said, oh, it's the UFC. They're trying to call you. <laughs> you look good, man. Yeah. You look you look you look healthy. Yeah, I feel good, man. I feel good. You know, I think everything is on point, and I did everything. I should do, and I'm very well prepared for this fight. I am not used to you with facial hair. Yeah. Are you keeping that on, or are you in disguise? Nah, man, you know, I it just want to shave a little bit. I was a little lazy training camp. You know, every day you get home, like, man, I don't want to shave today. I don't want to shave today. Yeah. And, and, and that, you know how it is. We don't have hair up here, so yes. we try to make something. <laughs> hey, man, I look like a little fucking Papa Smurf with a beard. I can't do it. But you, you look yeah. good, though. I'm just, I'm just like you, but this time I tried to keep it. I kept a little bit, and I asked it, I asked it, should I trim? And and I went yesterday to a barber, and the barber was closed, and I I end up going to the next one, and I end up getting my my beard trimmed by a, a lady. She was very nice, and <laughs> ended up being a, a fun experience. My first time getting my beard trimmed was by a lady. That was very funny. That is awesome. Maybe she did a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, listen, where are you training out of now? You're with American Top Team now. Yeah, I, I'm training. I'm back training. Uh, we always we always use my, my striking coach, even when I was in New Jersey. But for the last year and a half, uh, my coach came to work here in the U.S. Oh. In, in, at ATT. 
and it started to get a little hard for him to go to New Jersey because he had the job down there. And I and I have, when I first moved to the United States, I was in, in Florida, and you know how Florida weather is. Yeah. I got the Brazilian friends, the Edson's family, Anderson's family, my coach. So uh, after my last fight, uh, I, I just tried to make a change, you know. I want to make a change. I want to shake things up. Yeah. I talk with Mark, Ricardo. They're the, you know them. 100%. You know they're the best guys in the world, Frankie. We, we build a, a great relationship, and they're going to be my brothers forever. And, and they support my decision, you know. And they, they just said, man, you got to make sure you train hard and you keep doing what you're doing, that you're you always going to do well because you are a good fighter, and wherever you go, you're going to do well. And I, I'm very happy. The weather's good. My kids are very happy. They got good school. They're going to school. Uh, they have friends too my wife's happy everything's on point man and i got a big fight i train hard for the fight i feel prepared and i can't wait to go inside the octagon and show everyone you know a little bit of all the changes i i done I, i'm the same fighter you know nothing nothing gonna change like mostly but i i'm very happy and I can't wait to fight. I'm very excited to fight again. Now, did you make this change? You said you went down, you made the change. Was it after the Cejudo fight? Yeah, right after the fight, we had the house. And I, first of all, I didn't want to move for good. I went just myself. And we, we went down. And I was planning to keep going back and forth. How I, I was doing on the beginning, like five years ago. But... You know, you look at your kid, eight months old, you look at your son going to school, coming back every day, telling you stories, you know, and I don't want to leave them for three months. You know, I, yeah. I, I can do that down there. And so I decided to just stay. How did you end up in, you were in New Jersey, correct? Man, uh, we, we, we went to help Frankie for one of his fights and you know this guy, you know Ricardo, you know Mark. Of course. You know how nice they are. Yeah. So we, we got we got into with these guys. We love the guys and we we end up staying. We end up staying and we kept staying, staying, and and that's how we got there, you know. By the way, Marla, I think you're the first person in history to ever leave Florida and stay in New Jersey. I don't think anybody's ever actually done it in that order before. Usually people leave Jersey and go down to Florida. Well, did you do it from Brazil yeah. or did you do it from Florida? No, I, I, I am Brazilian, and I first moved to Florida, okay. and then from Florida, I went to camps in New Jersey, and then now I'm back in Florida. And, and Jose, little, little roller little roller coaster. But it's good, though, because the kids are still young, right? Yeah, my kids are, uh, I have one year old, and the other one's five. I have oh, two okay. Boys. Yeah. I'm, 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 I don't have three girls. I have two boys. <laughs> he knows. Yeah. Well, it's better you did that now while they're young and before they're like in junior, like in like they get their friends all set up in school. Right. You did so good. You did it when they're young. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. They're very happy, you know, and we are all, all very happy. To Brazilians hate the fucking cold. Yeah. My, you know, they're right or wrong. Brazilians hate the cold. You are right, man. You my old, right. my old roommate no. was Rodrigo Gracie and he, dude, my room and his room were totally different things, man. He left. He kept it like fucking Brazil in it. You liked it warm. Yeah, I but, like it cool. But, but, but I have to be honest. For the training we got, for the partners we had up there, everything I did in my life, 
the 10 times I drove up to New Jersey, the five years I spent training up there, so all the days with Mark, Ricardo, man, I have so much experience with this guy, so much stories. I'm, I'm going to have them forever with me. That's great. And uh, Jose Aldo uh, going down. How did this fight come about? Because I don't think anybody saw this coming until it was announced. Uh, did you did you suspect that he was going to come down and wait? Had it been rumored, or did they just call you and offer you the fight? Yeah, that that was a rumor, you know. And you know how, like, I, I'm honest. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I always speak from my heart. And we are fighters. We are a little sensitive. When people start to say, oh, I'm going to that weight, I'm going to be in that weight, and they, they right away they talk about the champion, you know. They should talk about the contenders, about the, the tough fights out there. There's so many good fighters. And he started to say about fight for the title, fight for the title. And I, I told Ali, I said, Ali, if he's moving down, uh, I don't think many guys going to want to fight him. And if it ever comes to to say something, you can throw my name out there. I, I'm going to be more than happy to fight him. And everything was forget. Took like four weeks. And Ali called. And, hey, man, uh, the UFC is having, they're they not finding opponent for him. Uh, some guys, I don't know if they don't want, you know. And I said your name. And they like the idea. They want to make it happen December 14th. I said, let's go. Let's do it, you know. More than an honor fight with a legend and test my skills against one of the best ever. Well, you, I'm sorry, Jimmy. No, no, no. no I was going to say, like, in your last fights, I, I don't want to spend time in, like, Negativeville, but, like, you, I mean, talk about a superhero. You took out Jimmy Rivera, TKO. Uh, you subbed Sun Sao. I mean, these guys are, like, top of the heap fighters. These guys are extremely good fighters. And then we had a hiccup. With and first of all, that first round of your yeah. fight with Shahudo was fucking brutal. Yeah, and I remember saying this. I and listen. I don't want to be negative. I don't want. We're moving forward, but I remember watching mm -hmm. that, saying, "Holy fuck, this guy's unstoppable." He's because this is coming after you stopping these other fighters, and then it went south. What happened? Yeah, I think. I think. It's a little bit of everything, you know, a little bit of overconfidence, a little bit of overweight, a little bit of not knowing what to do at the same point. You, you were a fighter, you were in there and you know how like things are like fraction of seconds that if you let things slip off your hands, sometimes you can't grab that again, you know, and it, it's I'm not saying it's good for me, but. I experienced that in there, in the big stage, at the title fight. So I lived that experience and I did not live before. So I was able to capitalize and see that I could be better. I, I learned from that, you know, and I took a lot of things from this fight. And I can't wait to put all together, you know, and this fight and the, the next one. It's an extremely... I was gonna say ballsy, which is true, but courageous move to fight a legend yeah. like Jose Aldo after your last fight. Some fighters would go, "All right, let me get back on the horse again. Give me Joe Schmo. Let me take that guy's head off, and then give me Jose Aldo." The fact that you're going for Jose Aldo says a lot about you, buddy. I respect that. Yeah, man. We we like I said before, man. We we pick up a career that's a professional fighter, and in the UFC. 
if you fight the A guy, it's going to be pressure. If you fight the B guy, it's going to be pressure. If you lose, you're under pressure. If you win, you're under pressure. <laughs> so if you don't want to deal with that, don't fight. That's the fucking and, that's the attitude to have, Jimmy. And you're fighting a guy coming down in weight, so who knows how he adjusts to that uh that that weight cut. I mean, that's an extra ten pounds. He may really have a hard time with that. I, I know he's been trying to stay lighter, so it probably has less of a cut. But uh, I don't think Josie Aldo, just because he's coming down at a different weight, has an easier uh fight. I think you're gonna be more comfortable in there because that's where you're used to being. Yeah, man, I'm prepared. I train very hard and I'm not gonna they, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to destroy him. But you guys know I'm going to get in there and I'm going to put on a fight and I'm going to be the best i ever been. And I feel great. I can't wait to fight. It's going to put you right... Hey, a, a victory, especially a decisive one over Jose Aldo, yep. you're right back in the mix. Right back in the mix. It's like very exciting. This fight... Could be a main event anywhere else. Yep. I mean, it's. I mean, this card that you're a part of is really fucking insane. Yeah, I said before, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for him, outside the cage, not fighting him, uh, as a legend, as everything he done for the sport, and I don't want to talk through him, but but man, when we get in there, it's gonna be me and him, and when we fight, you know that, uh, Matt. We don't think if Jose. If uh, anybody else, we just want to beat that guy across you. And, and that's what I'm looking for Saturday night. Get in there, mix it up, do it well, set it up the pace, be the faster guy, and win the fight. All right, Marlon. Well, thank yes. you. This is, you're on a great card. Uh, you against Aldo. It is, uh, again, this Saturday night. I can't wait. Yeah, it's good talking to you, and, uh, and good luck, man. I hope you have a great fight. All our best, man. Thank you, guys, and... Man, I feel sad because when I was uh, up there in New Jersey, you guys never invited me to go to the show. We did. We always wanted you to come in, but we figured you were busy. and We, we have very low self-esteem. We don't think anybody wants to be around us. It's true. Man, I spent I spend like days and days inside home, snowing, and I never got a... a Never got an invitation to go see you guys. You guys hanging out with Matt Serra. Oh, oh come on. The next time you're in town... You're coming in studio, and then we're going to get a slice of pizza. That's a guarantee. <laughs> Jimmy's treat. Only one, only one slice of uh, pizza? Maybe a couple slices. A couple. A whole pie, <laughs> brother. Yes. You got it, Marlon. Hey, man. Best of luck. Good to talk with you All guys. right. Good talking to you, man. Take care. Such a likable guy. He's a really man. nice guy. I talked Such to him on the likeable bus. Guy. We were in Vegas together. I remember uh, that, I Jimmy. spent time with him on the bus. It was Machine Gun Kelly was on that bus, and him. Wait, shit. Was he really back then? Yes, that's when in Vegas. That's, that's before I started listening no, to him. No, this was coming back. I don't Machine think you were on Kelly. that, but you were on the bus. Oh, the, This man. was on one. I was with... Forget uh, Rap God. I'm a rap devil. Justin... Uh, oh, yeah, no, he sings rap devil. Yeah, he did. And Eminem gave him a beating for that. And, well, uh, well, the jury's still out. No, it's not. My wife said that, she, <laughs> no, that, that Eminem not. won. But I think rap devil was really good, Jimmy. I want to I wanna do, I I do a verse. I want to do a verse. We have Jeff Neal. Jimmy, let me we tell you something. Neal. You know what I'm saying? If I was single, man, I'd pick up girls, and then I would freak them, then delete them. Yeah. First I'll freak her, then I'll delete her. Eminem gave him a beating. I don't know. He did. I'm an I Eminem just fan. listened to both of them. Who are we calling? Jeff Neal. Oh, shit. He's fighting Mike Perry. Oh, I know. It main know event this, show, the prelims. this show is available on Fight Pass, UFC Fight Pass. <laughs> there he is. Yo. Hey, Jeff. How are you? What's going on, Jeff? What's up? I'm good. How y'all doing? 
Very good. Uh, I guess you're in Vegas now. In the you look like you're at the same hotel as Alexander. So uh, I guess you're in the yeah. middle of the weight cut. Say it again. Have you started the weight cut? How far into it are you? I haven't started the weight cut yet. Uh, I'm gonna start tomorrow morning. Oh, you start? Wow. Okay. Oh, just two days before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm keeping my weight down, but like the actual cut, like you know, in the sauna, sauna suit, stuff like that. That's tomorrow morning. Man, we just had a great talk with your coach, uh, Safe, the other day. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Hope you- He's an, he's an interesting guy. I like him. Yeah. You got anything to add or no? Or he's no, not. Man, he is an interesting guy. Uh, he he's such a he's a great leader. Um, okay. I, I, I really I'm so uh, glad that I made the move to Dallas because he's really uh, helped set my game up to the next level. Uh, when did you make that move? Was it was it uh, recent? Four years ago. Oh shit! Four years ago. Man. Uh, Where were you before then? Uh, I was training uh, at Fort uh, Fort Hood Fight Team and. Uh, Twin Bulls MMA over in uh, Harker Heights in the uh, Fort Hood area. Oh, you were in Texas, though? Yes, sir. Are, are they upset that you made that move? They're like, nah, no, you go to they, UFC, I, take us, what you? I, I don't think they're upset. <laughs> like, uh, they, they ha- if they're upset, they haven't expressed their uh, frustrations to me, you know? <laughs> Is it hard to leave a camp? We just had uh, Marlon Marais on right before you, and he was talking about leaving New Jersey and going down to Florida. It Was it a difficult conversation for you to have when you had to move on, or you felt it was the right time? Um, it, it it was difficult. I just um I didn't want people to feel like I left them hanging. But um, you only get one shot at this sport. You know, you can't uh loyalty is one thing. But if if you feel like you're not getting something that you need, you you have to you have to move and uh go to a place that's going to make you better. And you're fighting Mike Perry, who uh you know he's everybody loves to watch him fight. And uh, I think even as Safe was saying, he he's gotten better with every fight. Like he improves every fight. Uh, he's probably not a particularly easy guy to prepare for. Yeah, um, he does get better. And I, I really don't know how he's going to come into this fight. He might go to like old Mike Perry, uh, come out brawling, or he might try to play a technical like he did with uh, Luke. So, uh, or he might wrestle. You know, I've been hearing that he's been training a lot of wrestling, so we'll see how that goes. Um, and you had a day job up until recently. Is that true? Yes, sir. And uh, when did you I finally? Used... When did I finally quit? Yeah. Um, like a week after I found out about the Mike Perry fight. And what were you doing, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, serving and bartending. I vaguely remember discussing that. Um, you were you were doing that, I guess, full time and fight. I mean, part time and in between fights and just to make ends meet. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, I pretty much been doing the serving bartending thing like my whole uh, fighting career. So for about uh, ten years, I've been uh, doing that and fighting. And I'm so glad to be done with that shit. How, how did it feel when you knew? Was it the fact that now you're making better money, or you're or you're more secure in your place in UFC? What what finally made the decision? We're like, fuck this, I'm not doing this anymore. Um, I, I still don't feel like I'm secure in my place in UFC. I still got to win some more fights, but uh, it just got to the point where I was just being getting annoyed with like the management and like the customers. Uh, I'm I'm not a I'm not an angry or mean person, but I started being mean and angry at work, and I was like, you know, it's time for me to separate myself from this because it's really uh mess with my mood yeah and plus you know it's the environment you know it's it's good for here and there yeah. but you're in i don't know if it was a bar or a club but you know whenever, whenever you're around people that are drinking all the time that that could be a problem you probably i mean yeah. I, you seem like a very self-controlled guy but you you know i don't know around when i'm around too many people that drink i want to just start smacking people yeah that's exactly how i felt and it started <laughs> getting to that point so i was like you know before i before i get a charge exactly. for my record i need to <laughs> <laughs> now listen how exciting is this now you will listen nico price uh below Bahel muhammad is a, a stud you know you're taking out legit guys yep. but mike perry 
is arguably the most popular guy because that guy puts on a show sometimes he goes in there look like a peacock he looks like a savage he is a savage yeah he delivers his nose could be a, in a fight he loses he gets more popular because his nose gets on the other side of his face and he's still going forward it, it this is like your coming out party you take care of him is that there's a different kind of motivation being the the name um to be honest it's always the same motivation uh every fight in ufc is uh just as important just as important as the next but uh I, I, I'm, I'm aware that this fight is the fight that's going to probably catapult me to becoming more of a well-known name. Um, and uh, how was your training uh, different now that you didn't have to do that during the day? Like, did it did it just free you up mentally, or was it one of those things where you physically had more time? Uh, how did, how did you feel mentally when you you didn't have to do this nonsense? Did you just concentrate better? Uh, yeah, concentrate better. Uh, more sleep. You know, uh, I was telling somebody earlier. Um, Usually, like, when I get uh, to the like, – when it's fight week and I get to the location of the fight or the hotel and all that, I'm tired, you know. So all I do is, like, train a little bit and pretty much sleep the day away. But uh, now that I haven't been uh, working my ass off like I used to uh, at serving and stuff, uh, I get more sleep during the week. So now I'm out here in Vegas and I'm wide awake and uh, just ready for the next training session. And obviously the main event is in, is in your division. Uh, when there's a, a fight in your division, you obviously probably take better notice because you could wind up fighting either or both of these guys. Uh, what, what do you think about the, the main event? And I, is it harder for you when you have to fight a guy you genuinely dislike as much as these two, two guys uh, dislike each other? Um, to be honest, I feel like me and Mike Perry are the real main event. Of the, of the night, but uh, <laughs> I, to be honest, that, that's how I feel about yeah. it. I really don't care about uh, their fight, but um, I, the, the question uh, to fight somebody I genuinely dislike, what? I'm glad I haven't had to experience that, but I really don't know. Like, I feel like uh, it'll bring out like a lot of emotion in me during the fight, and that can actually be bad for me so i don't i wouldn't want to fight somebody that i really don't like because the emotion sorry matt the, yep. the emotion coming out could cause you uh to react uh, out of the idea of knocking them out as opposed to what's better for you in that second exactly yeah i might I, it can force me to make a mistake and then get caught kind of like how conor mcgregor used to play his opponents make them hate him and then he'll knock them out now you have you always been so natural at fighting? Because you're very good at it. Now, wh wh I want to know, how did you get started? For the people that don't know you, Jeff. Oh, how did I get started? Uh, in, in, tra in martial arts I mean, in general. Martial arts in general. Like, uh, growing up, I've, I've always wanted to, um, like, do, like, taekwondo or karate. And I used to, we used to drive by those gyms all the time as a kid. I would ask my mom to let me join. She never would, you know, so... Uh, like, I'll ask her. She's like, yeah, I'll sign you up next week. And the next week turn into next month. And the mm. next month turn into Christmas. And then I'll just forget about it. But uh, there was one point I would, um, like, my parents gave me, like, a certain amount of money a day to get food while they weren't home. And I would save up that money. And then I found a uh, boxing gym. I bought two pairs of boxing gloves with that money that I saved up. And I would run around the neighborhood and uh, box my friends. And uh, <laughs> How old were you? Just, I was, uh, what, I think I was a freshman in uh, high school at that time. That's was it a financial freshman. issue for your mom, or did she not want you getting hurt? She didn't want me getting hurt. How does she feel that, about you fighting now? She 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 don't watch. She don't. Uh, she doesn't watch them until after. Yeah. <laughs> like once she finds out, she'll watch them. Yeah. yeah. She she was just real protective. She she didn't even want to get me a trampoline because she didn't want me to get hurt. So. <laughs> you have you have siblings. Are you an only no? child. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have a, I have an older sister. Oh, okay. You're the youngest. Yeah. Is she a cage fighter also? 
<laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> now, so, me and Jimmy, I want to just so people get to know you. Uh, we're big fans of like shows like The Mandalorian. What do you do to like unwind? Do you watch any shows or anything on Netflix? I'm a I'm a I'm a gamer, so I really don't watch uh, too much too many uh, movies and stuff like that. So uh, we could have right been now, hanging like, out ages ago. He's a gamer. Yes, he is. Gamer. I get so excited. Sorry for yelling, Jeff. The espresso's no, the espresso's <laughs> kicking in. We are also oh, I'm a gamer. Yes, I'm not a yes. gamer, nor do I like the Mandalorian. Matt well, lied. Well, and he doesn't like Baby Yoda, but let's just keep he doesn't are you familiar with the Mandalorian? Nope. Alright, fuck All right, that shit. Fuck that Happy shit. to have right, you on. We'll talk about that another time. <laughs> Alright, but listen, what 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 system, what console are you playing? And are you a PC guy? Not politically uh, correct, the personal computer type thing. I'm I'm an Xbox player, but I I do, I do like PS4. I'm I'm going to get the PS5 when it comes out. When is it coming out? But, uh, I I don't know. I got I got to check that, but I know it's coming out soon. They I've seen a whole bunch of promos on it. Well, listen, things are looking up for you. It might be a time to just advance. This I'm talking about the future right now. VR, <laughs> VR, the Vive. I got the Vive Pro. I fucking yeah. I love it, Jimmy. I love it. You do. My name on there, forgive me, it's Kamora Savage. And believe me, when they see me in a lobby on Standout Battle Royale, people are fucking, they're like, when they look across the cage and they see jo jo uh, Jeff, Joff? that's, Jeff, it's spelled, <laughs> I always look at the name. It's G-E-L-F-F, -E yes. You know, his pa your parents spell like Dean Thomas's parents, by the way. <laughs> Dennis spelled D-I-N-D. -D -D but anyway. They fear the Kamora Savage. I love that fucking shit. You have to try virtual reality. You have to. Yep. So what much you fun. You had the, uh, I got the, the Vive the Pro, HTC Vive Pro. There's also the Oculus Rift and stuff like that. Yep. But let me tell you, dude, uh, if you, you ever played Pug G, Pug, that, that game where you drop yeah, off. Yeah, it's like uh, it's it's like that with the game I play. You drop on an island. He wants to know. He wants to know. Yeah. <laughs> and they, the perimeter gets small. You have to find weapons. Take everybody out. Satisfying. I, 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 I was an Xbox guy. I was a Halo guy, a Call of Duty guy. I retired that shit. Now, it might be, you know, I have a house full of women, too. I got to disappear. I go in that fucking oasis, and I'm having a good time, Jeff. Yeah. Try it out. That's right. Try it out, man. You're not fucking waiting on tables no more. Try that shit out. <laughs> I can't wait for your fight, man. Yeah, I'm gonna be there. It's the main event of the prelims, yes. which again I've said so many times, people are sick of hearing it, but that's that shows you that that's a fight that the UFC believes a lot in because they think it's gonna be a really a good enough fight to sell the pay-per-view. So that's that's probably one of the better fights of the night, uh is, is always the main event of and the prelims. More people see that than the actual main, main card. Event, of course they do. So exactly. So we're looking forward I'm to excited. it, man. Uh you've had great success. I don't wait, one, two, three, four, or six or seven uh six fight wins streak uh good luck against mike perry uh you know he's very very tough but uh it's a really really interesting matchup looking forward to yeah, it very on, much. An, on an amazing card an amazing card yeah all right Can't jeff wait. congratulations on getting rid of the day job man i'm happy to hear that yeah man hey thank y'all for having me on i really appreciate it no right, we'll do it again take definitely, care man. definitely come on uh after the fight all right for sure take right. care jeff be good jeff I like Jeff, yeah, and I, I like I, Mike Perry, too. I do, too. Wow, I thought this was a long shot. I didn't realize it's two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah, I don't know what that... The fuck are these guys doing? I don't know. They're going to put a clock uh, up. Oh, we got the clock up in a different space. Hey, Doogie, Where's you got one fucking job. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's only an hour and 20 minutes. I saw two hours and 20 minutes. The only reason I thought 
It was two hours and 20 minutes, Jimmy. This is two. It's because it says uh, there's a two up there. Yep. And then Doogie looks at me like I'm a half an asshole and goes, oh, yep. it's one hour. Numb nuts. Relax, Doog. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, not to you. Oh. Uh, I mean, to you as well. But I Thank mean, you, Jimmy. What a, what a great... Uh, Jimmy, I love you so much. I don't know if you realize that I took the earlier train today. I'm happy you did. I re- and I'm going to do that from now on, Jimmy. I love it. I, our, listen, our relationship is about communication. Yes, it is. So... I'm sorry. I've been getting here late on Wednesdays. I'm okay. No, no, no. Please. All right. I apologize. Diego Fajeda, thank you. <laughs> yes. Alexander Volkanovsky, uh, yeah. Jeff Neal. I'll tell you. Uh, thank you. And Marlon Marais. Man, what a good show. I'll tell you, the show kind of flew by. It really did. And every interview, each one was more fun than the other. Yep. Everything was fun, Jimmy. I enjoyed uh, everyone who called in, and uh, I'm looking forward to the card this week. I can't wait to talk about this on Monday. Jimmy, I'm going to be there in Vegas. I'm either watching it live or watching it in my hotel room like a loser. I am watching it. Good. I'm going to go by myself. There I go. You yeah, know everybody then, there. They all know yeah, you. They you know the me. fighter. They'll they're like, hey, Matt, who are you here with? I'll be like myself. Hi, guys. You want to you wanna hang out and get a hang out? And they're like, no. And I don't know, Jimmy. I'm a loner. I'm a rebel. I wish you were there with me. I do, too. You know? I do, too. I'll be at Caroline's Thursday, oh! Friday, Saturday, making money because daddy has to pay his mortgage. I hear you. SarahBJJ.com. I'm starting an online store soon where you can buy Kimura Savage shirts. Awesome. People are just asking me, and I'm, I'm so slow at getting shit done. Yeah, let's just get the Kimura you know? Bucko uh, shirts up. Well, Kamora Lad. You know what's funny about Kamora Lad, Jimmy? What? I watched that show Titans and they killed off a character and his name guess what his name was? What? It makes me not want to watch the show. What? It, and now he knows Aquaman. He was like an apprentice to Aquaman. What guess what it? his name was? Aqua Aqualad? Aqualad was his name. Austin oh, Austin. And I wanted when I seen it, and it's Aqualad, and he ends up getting killed. I don't want to give it away. But Lad gets, is no good. I'm like, why are they calling him Aqualad? Please don't. Call well, he's a lad. It is. I don't even think they actually even said his name. Actually, lad. Lad is better than Savage. Jimmy, I'll see you next week, bro. What, I love you. What do you like, Aspen Savage? No, Aspen Lad. Don't let's end the show now. All right. Kamora Savage for life. Goodbye. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy-six yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also seventy-six yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.